everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Anabaptist Perspectives. Um, I'm here at Sharon Mennonite Bible Institute with Cliff Schrock. So you're the administrator of this school. And just something that's been kind of a a big thing for Mennonites and Mennonite culture is is Bible schools. An enormous amount of our young people go there. Can can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with with SMBI here? You've been the administrator for, what is it, 10 years? Something like that. How did you find out about this school? Why, why are you involved? Well, first of all, an enormous amount of young people maybe go to Bible school, but not enough. Okay, so, so you're an advocate for this. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. I first came here as a student in 97 for a six-week session, and then I came again in the spring, no, the fall of 98 for another six-week session. And then I started teaching in 2000, spring okay. of 2000. And I was teaching for three years. And then I was assistant administrator for three years. And then in 2006, I became administrator and have been since uh, 11 years, I've been administrator. So it's been right at 20 years since you first walked through the doors. Uh, 17 years. Okay. 18 years. 18 years. Okay. Yes. So can you give a, a little bit of a history of why is it that Mennonites have Bible schools? You know, unaccredited, just places where people can come study the Bible. Give a little history of that. Why exactly? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it started because as Anabaptist people, we, we value Scripture and put a high value on Scripture and knowing Scripture. And the Anabaptist movement started back in the 1500s out of the study of Scripture. And so we've continued that, although Bible schools do not go back to the 1500s. The Bible schools yeah, go back yeah. more to the, the 19, early 19, middle 1900s. There have been other Mennonite colleges or schools like, like you just said. Uh, what, what were the ones you just mentioned? Several? Right, Heston College, Goshen College, okay. those go back, I, I think those go back more to the early 1900s. But yet, you know, a couple decades ago, they started shifting from being conservative Anabaptist to um, would they even still call themselves Mennonite, I guess? They would. I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're mainstream, you know, the Mennonite Church USA. But yet, for some reason, a place like this, like SMBI, has stayed the same relatively for 40 years. For 40 years. So then what would you say, there, there's a difference there, obviously. You know, a lot, a lot of colleges did end up going much more liberal. What is it about a place like SMBI that has stayed the same? What would you say is the, the real vision that has that it's stayed true to? Well, the vision for SMBI when it started was to provide a place for conservative Anabaptist young people um, in the eastern United States. The, the other schools were, were not as close to Lancaster in the hub of the uh, Mennonite community there and so they wanted to start something closer. I think what has helped it maintain a, a more conservative position is that we're, we're not accredited. And so the qualifications for instructors are not so much based on educational background and degrees and those sorts of things where we have to, where you can be sometimes forced to compromise character or theological position to maintain and, and academic accreditation. So our primary qualifications are the spiritual life and character of, of our faculty. 
Hmm. And that's a very significant shift in mindset, really. Yeah. It's amazing you've been able to maintain that for four decades. Kind of hitting some of the vision there and, and what it is about this place that, you know, you're obviously the administrator, you're very invested in it, you believe in it. But yet at the same time, young people invest a lot of time and effort and finances into this place mm-hmm. to come here and study. Why don't they just go to a, 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 another Mennonite college where it's actually accredited and the, those classes actually count towards a degree? What's the pool to come to a place like this versus something else? I think there are more of our young people pursuing accredited, accredited degrees and so on. Um, but I think the, the reason people come here isn't so much to, to get a degree for you know, economic advancement or career advancement. The reason students come here is for personal growth and enrichment. And so you know, they, they, they're not necessarily looking to invest in a two-year degree or a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for some personal enrichment. Another thing that could pull them here is it doesn't require a two-year commitment. You can come for six weeks, for 12 weeks, 18, 24 weeks. We have five sessions in a year and they can come for any one or a combination of those five sessions. So it makes it a little easier for them to, to manipulate their schedule. So what about this school inspires you then? What inspired me to come as a student was the testimonies I heard from other students that had been here. And I knew a, f- knew a few of the faculty that I had a lot of respect for from northern Minnesota. Leroy Yoder and Val Yoder were from close to my area. What inspired me as a student was the, the interaction. Hmm. Uh, just the, the interaction with other young people and the, the encouragement, the, the spiritual depth of the student body. Um, just felt like students were here to, to be serious, here to study, and, and the, the bonding together was a huge encouragement. And along with that, the, the variety of students that were here from a lot of different backgrounds and places and diversity. all over yeah. the diversity. Yeah. And, and yet within that diversity, the common goal and the bonding together was was what I was most inspired with. And then later had the opportunity to get involved in teaching and kind of grew from there. Very cool. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for watching and thank you, Cliff, for doing this. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, there's a link to the website, SMBI's website, um, in this video. So go check them out. And I mean, I, I came here for eight terms and graduated too. So like I'm a little bit biased, but this is a pretty, pretty cool place. Thanks again for your time, for your attention. Um, If there's something you would like to see us cover in another episode, just comment that and uh, we'll see about about filming that in the future. Um, And if there's anything else you'd like to know, shoot us an email, we'd we'd love to hear from you. Um, And come back next week for another episode. Uh, Thank you for watching, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to Anabaptist Perspectives. Your listening and sharing this with friends helps more people find our episodes. A special thanks to all of you who support Anabaptist Perspectives financially. We are here because of you. If you haven't had the chance to give yet this year, would you consider making a year-end donation? You can donate on our website or by check. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Anabaptist Perspectives.
Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.